Hey, what's up? This is Josh. Uh, you're tuning in to my podcast, Sipping Tea with Josh. Today we're going to have a skateboarder on. And uh, yeah, this dude has a, a real cool personality about him. And um, he just kind of stuck out to where I met him while he was skateboarding. And I said, uh, you know what? Uh, why don't we sit down for an interview? Um, I'd love for you to talk to the people about um, what it's like to be a skateboarder uh, in 2018 and still be so young. I believe the cat's only, he's only 19 years old, so we'll hear it soon. Here we go. Hello. Hey, Drew, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, woke up a bit ago. Had a great breakfast. Nice, uh, nice. You're uh, you're on the air, man. You're live on uh, sipping tea with Josh, and it's uh, it's a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So um, so today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about skateboarding. Um, you know, since we met skateboarding, I thought it'd be cool that uh, our viewers would. Uh, get a little bit of insight of what it's like to be a skateboarder here in 2018. Yeah, for sure. I'm about to tell them all about it. All right. Um, what, uh, what started you skateboarding? Um, I was about four years old. And, uh, my cousin Kyle is currently living with us from Florida. And uh, I kind of just looked up to him growing up. I mean, I thought everything he did was the coolest thing. And um, he kind of skateboarded the mail. And uh, he would be skating like every day by the church by my house. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. And um, I just had to convince my parents to get me a skateboard. And after a while of trying like to convince them, they finally got me one. And ever since I was about four and a half, five years old, I've been skating as much as I possibly could ever since then. And uh, I'm just so thankful I started so young because it's a lot easier to start skateboarding when you're young because no matter what you're doing at that age, it's fun. So the learning process comes a lot easier to you than if you were to learn at 16. So Now when you started, um, you know, a lot of the people we had is like Tony Hawk and uh, Bam Margera. Um, you know, and stuff like that. What uh, What are some skateboarders you look up to nowadays? Um, when I started growing up, or when I grew up skating, I definitely looked up to all those guys. I'd always watch all the, like, uh, all the tapes and stuff my parents bought me. But nowadays, I definitely look up to guys like Chris Jocelyn or uh, Boo Johnson, people like that. And for various different reasons, but I don't know. Chris Johnson just does the craziest stuff, not the biggest stuff. He has no fear. Boo Johnson just has the most positive energy and lifestyle, great style. And I don't know, I just enjoy watching them. They're not the best in skateboarding, but it's just what I love to watch. Yeah, man, I'm I'm so glad that uh, for all our viewers out there, uh, Drew is 19, and um, he's still he's out there skateboarding and just living life, and I love that. I love that you're out actually doing something and not just playing Fortnite or, uh, you know, something like that like everybody else. Yeah, that's, 
awesome that you say that because that's actually exactly what I do every day is go out and just try to make the best out of every day. And I actually don't ever play Fortnite. I've actually never played Fortnite. I just don't want to get attached to something like that, you know? For sure, for sure. So what's the, um, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, uh, sometimes you couldn't always skate everywhere. And if you did, you would be breaking the law. And so cops would harass you or something like that. And so what, what is it like now? Do they still, are they still, do they still harass you or what goes on? Um, they definitely still do. They're a little bit more lenient nowadays. I understand it's a bigger, uh, I mean, skateboarding is just a bigger environment nowadays. It's more popular. It's more regulated, I guess. But um, you definitely still get kicked out a bunch at the spots you go to. But, I mean, I was skating a spot yesterday for about an hour and a half, and it was just a pure street spot, like, by a train station. And there was security everywhere, and they were just watching me skate. But most of the time, they'd kick you out within, like, your first track. So it just kind of depends on the security or police that see you. But most of the time nowadays, you can really skate anywhere, unless it's really, like, I don't know, just... Yeah, I think it's I think it's also about the groups you're with. I think it's about the groups you're with. Like, if you show up with a big group, then all of a sudden, um, you know, people f- feel more inferior to you. And as to when it's yeah. just one or two of you, do you agree with that? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it definitely it just causes a lot more anxiety for the people that are watching out for you at the spot and stuff. I mean, if you're just one or two people, I mean, it's more of a chill, just, like, hangout session, just try to get a couple clips. But, I mean, it's tough to manage, like, a whole squad of people, and you never know what they're going to do or anything like that. I don't know. But I completely agree with that statement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to talk about what it is or whatever, but um, are, are skateboarders still pretty reckless? You know, because in my day, they were still pretty reckless. They were, like, you know, burning stuff and just being reckless. And, you know, is it still like that? Or has it changed? Um, Have they tightened it up a little more? I think they've definitely tightened it up a little bit more. I mean, people I see skate and I skate with, including myself, I mean, we're really chill and just trying to go skate, have fun, and all positive energy. I'm not too wild with it or anything. I'm always trying to, you know, honestly follow the... The rules and laws and everything, but um, I mean, there are still people like that that are just, that are just hardcore, going crazy, doing nonsense like that. But I don't know. I mean, I see that a lot in uh, videos I watch on YouTube and stuff, like on Thrasher and stuff. They're doing crazy stuff like that. But I mean, it just kind of depends who you are, or where you're from. But personally, I don't really see much of that in person anymore. What's the craziest time you've ever experienced of skateboarding? Like, have you skateboarded in a cemetery? Were you on a high rise? Um, what's What's the most dangerous spots where you were just kind of like, man, I could die if I if I mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Man. I'm just trying to think. Because, uh, you know, personally, I, I get a lot of mellow ledges and stuff and, like, maybe a couple of staircases and stuff, but I'm not really doing any of that hardcore stuff. But, um, I, oh, I actually did skate this uh, gap over water one time. And, uh, I mean, it was probably roughly, like, uh, probably like an eight-stair, like, drop and gap, and it was just a straight, like, sidewalk or, I don't know, like a bike path type thing over this, like, little river gap. And, I mean, if you were to hit a rock and fly forward, you're either going directly in the water or nailing, like, the, the corner of the landing, I guess. And, I mean, that's a... That's probably the riskiest thing I've, like, encountered in my skateboarding career. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it worked out, but it definitely could be worst-case scenario. And actually, now that you asked, I was trying to sit a handrail the other day, and the landing was extremely sketchy. And if you landed straight on with the rail, you would have landed in a crack and would have flown forward into, like, a light post that was probably probably five yards away from the rail headfirst if you were to land in the crack. So you kind of had to let, like land on the left side of the crowd, like perfectly in order not to do that. And I mean, when you see stuff like that, like in your mind, you're confident you could do it. But for me, I just did the most negative things possible and like worst case scenarios. And I definitely don't want to, but when they come in your head, it's, it creates a lot of fear, but it's great in the payoff. So, so is your group, uh, the group of people you skateboard with, are they, would you say they're pretty versatile? Um, do you have a lot of females that skateboard as well now? Um, I mean, in the whole skate community, there's a lot of, like, females that skate now, like, especially, like, they're amazing. Like, there's a lot of great professional girl skateboarders nowadays and stuff, but I personally don't know any girl skateboarders. But um, the friends that I skate with are definitely very versatile. Um, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it a lot more lately. I've seen it a lot more lately than I have uh, back when I was coming up. Oh yeah, for sure. They're definitely it's definitely on the come up. So I mean, I think that's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's really cool to see. It really is, and some of them are really talented, and it just blows my mind. And once again, back to what I was saying, I just love the fact that. You know, when I see people getting out, because so many times I just see people, well, I don't see them actually, you know, they're indoors and, um, you know, just kind of staying in their realm. And I think to, if you really want to excel in life, you got to be a risk taker. You got to take the risk and you got to just try and do it, even if you're not good at it, you know? And I think a lot of people, they say to themselves, they say, oh, I'm not good at it. So I'm just not, not going to attempt to do it. You know, I'm not going to attempt to even try it. Uh, but you don't know until you try. I mean, some of the greatest people have failed a thousand times before they got it perfectly the one time. You know, so... Yeah, exactly. Um, it's so important. And even though if someone might not feel like it sometimes, uh, you are an example. So I like how you talk about uh, your positivity and whatnot because you are an example to the community and other people that are under you watching you and uh, some of us um, we don't know that 
we're going to be role models or that we are a role model and then we may not feel like we're a role model but uh, there's always somebody wa somebody watching you and um, I like the the moment I met you I like the light that you carry you know I, I like that you were you had a very uh, delight about you that was um, that was very unique and uh, stood out. Oh, thank you for noticing that. I'm glad you told me that. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, so do you continue to, um, will you continue to skateboard forever? And is there a second um, option if you don't skateboard? What will you do with your career? Um, I definitely plan on skateboarding as long as I possibly can, no matter what I do as a job. I mean, like, I just cannot sit inside and do absolutely nothing all day or just sit around and desk or anything. Like, I have to do something. Like, I'll skate at the middle of the night. I literally don't care. But um, if I'm not skating when I'm older, I mean, I'm not exactly sure. I definitely want to do something in the business of skateboarding. Maybe filming, because I definitely enjoy filming people skate and just being involved in the community and, like, editing videos and everything. Um, maybe I could, I would like to work at a skate company, maybe, like, start my own company, get some skaters, like, involved with that, and just make the dream a reality. That would be awesome. But, um, you know, I'm still young, so I'm just trying to figure it out and go with the flow. Yeah, don't go with the flow too long. That's how people get stuck, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's best, you know, that's the problem with some people. They don't, they go with the flow. You got to plan it out. Um, it's all about strategy. And uh, so, yeah. so do you plan to go to school? Or are you going to go back to college? Or what's your, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I did take my first year off of college, like when I got out of high school, but I am going to go to college for like this upcoming year. Okay. And um, just study business and just try to, I don't know, I mean, I just need to figure it out through these years of college, just what I want to do and just make that foundation and like, just go for it. Yeah, they say you are the five people you chill with. So whoever uh, five people you chill with, that's who you become a lot of times. Um, and I found that to be true in life. Uh, I see people, and you know, you got those people who, um, you know, make fun of people or something like that. And they do that, but they only chill with their own, um, their own clique. And so it's so important to expand your horizon and who you meet and who you bring into your uh, table because I look at some of those people now, and they're absolutely nowhere. You know, they, they spend their time making fun and just shooting the shit with people, cracking jokes, and uh, it did them no justice, you know? And they work as, they work as waitresses and uh, just small odd jobs, and some of them can't even hold a job. Uh, you know, they're called job hoppers where they just hop around, you know, from different job to job. And I just think that's so, um, that's so sad. You know, I, I, I don't like anyone not progressing in life. So 
that's my mission as well to help um, help people grow and grow within myself because I think that yeah I think that um, in the long run it's not about how much money you obtain or the wealth you obtain it's about the connections you make but you got to make smart connections because um, if that connection isn't building you spiritually or whatever I think it's time to dead that connection and and some people they get so lost in their connections where and it becomes a routine where they just you know quote unquote go with the flow um, and that's that leads leaves them in a um, in a hamster wheel if you will where they're just in the hamster wheel just going 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 and they don't know when this hamster wheel when they're going to be able to get off of it so and then you know and then there's the dark side of it where people get lost into drugs they get lost into drugs and, and smoking and drinking and stuff like that what do you think about that uh, what do you think about um, about uh, drugs and drinking and skateboarding is there is that thing still there um, what's it like nowadays especially at your age yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, is I it better? Really, is it know. better or worse now? Would you say I there's less people same. drinking and smoking I'd, or more? Uh, I'd say it's the same. I don't think people are doing as many just like drugs all around as they used to. I mean, people are definitely still smoking like weed and drinking and stuff all the time. But like, um, I mean, that's definitely not like ideal or good in any way. But I mean, in the past, I've heard of all these pros doing all these different drugs and cocaine and all this stuff. I mean, I'm sure people still do that stuff, obviously, but, like, I don't really hear much about that anymore. Right. I mean, I've most pros, and, I mean, not even pros, just everybody, but you still see it on the Internet and stuff, like, people still smoking and drinking all the time. I'd say it's about the same, but, I mean, I feel like if you really want to, like, focus and just do the best you possibly can you should stay sober and just focus on like your goal like that was Andrew Reynolds whole ordeal like he was just partying all the time and he couldn't skate for a couple of days after he partied and he just wasn't the best he could possibly be and he realized that skating is the only thing he really wanted to do so he spent a little bit of time getting sober and all he would do is skate nonstop. and he made himself into one of the best skateboarders of all time so that just really shows you what you can do when you really focus your mind on just something you love instead of partying at the same time. Definitely, definitely. Do you think, um, I'm going to wrap this up, but I got a, one more question for you. Do you think that the Internet has been a help or a hinder to, um, to today's skateboarding society? Uh, because, you know, at the draft, at the drop of a dime, you know, somebody can uh, ruin, make or break their whole career through social media or whatever have you. So what do you think? Yeah. Um, I mean, for the whole part of, like, in the past, when there wasn't such a big social media platform to, like, post or stuff on or just comment on other people's stuff, um, people would create video parts and spend forever making it and when it would come out it'd be a huge thing and greatly appreciated and stuff no matter how crazy or what, like whatever it was 
But nowadays, I mean, people are nonstop posting the craziest stuff on Instagram, like dropping video parts on YouTube just left and right. And like, it's amazing for skateboarding, but at the same time, when you post a crazy video part or anything, it's not as greatly appreciated as it used to be. So it's kind of a lot more common nowadays. I mean, I think it's definitely a blessing that we have that platform now, just so every skater around the country could see each other skate and progressing off everybody's style and just all the different well-rounded skateboarders across the country and stuff. I mean, I personally love it. I mean, I can go on Instagram and just look at the Explore page. And I see hundreds of skate clips of the craziest stuff ever that would take years to produce a video part. So, I mean, there are good and bad parts of it, but I think the majority of it is a positive impact on the skate community from all the social media and skateboarding nowadays. Definitely. And I couldn't agree with you more because, um, you know, I think that the Internet is a godsend because... Uh, it's the only thing where you could be up at 2 in the morning laying in your bed and actually being productive, you know, actually getting stuff done. And that's yeah, absolutely. that's incredible to have that privilege to do that. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad you said that. And it's so good to see a young mindset. And you're, you're a bright young man. Like I said, you got, you got the world ahead of you. But... Uh, you know, don't uh, don't go with the flow, man. Make a plan, get it out there. And I'm I'm so glad to have met you, and um, I'm so glad for being on on my show. I'm just starting up this podcast and uh, getting it rolling. So, thank you for being one of the yeah, the few beginners. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome, and I appreciate all the advice. And I'm definitely gonna take it into reality. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for being on, Drew. Uh, pleasure. We'll talk soon. No, no problem. Anytime. All right. Take care. Okay, absolutely. Thanks. You too.